It's time for the Josh Kirby on Sports Podcast. Oh, indeed. I'm glad you connected. This is Dave Johnson, voice of the Washington Wizards. You have connected to the right place because you are listening to my man, Josh Kirby on Sports Podcast. Welcome back to another edition of the Kirby on Sports Podcast. Thanks to all of our sponsors for sticking with us. Through the thick and the thin, we have made it back to NFL football on this edition. We talk Aaron Rodgers. We talk the Chiefs and the Lions. A great contest between Miami and L.A. Plus, a look around week one bouncing back and forth. And then wrapping up with the Kirby on Sports Pick'em. It all comes your way next. And you are listening to the week one recap. The Kirby on Sports Podcast. glad it's back and we're not wasting any more time he was not here last week he's here this week the weapon dan dembski dan happy football what's good happy football man yeah it's finally back we've been waiting so long uh suffering through the preseason not suffering but you know it's not the same and yeah the regular seasonism is uh with us and boy was it a crazy week one in the national football league it, it wasn't can't, can't wait to go one. through it with you guys Absolutely. And um, it just, I think this is the first week where we don't have to ask Carlos the Swiss Army Knife if he is um, foregoing his fandom of one of his teams because the Cowboys absolutely pounded the Giants on Sunday night. So, Carlos, how you feeling, buddy? You didn't, you, you didn't introduce me correctly. You did not introduce me correctly. Carlos, the Swiss Army Knife, Martinez. I mean, better, but you still <laughs> forgot. You still forgot the key fact. He's the he's the reigning champ. Oh yeah, he is the reigning, the reigning defending, undisputed Kirby on Sports Pickums champion, and currently still in first place. Five. Carlos, the Swiss Army Knife, Martinez! Yeah. Gentlemen, happy That's football. It. Happy football. I'm oh, glad and, and correction. C- correction? Correction. You only asked me that question last year. The year before that, we had that great ga- game against Tampa Bay where we almost beat them. And but we still lost, but we didn't have to ask that question. So it's true. It's a good. It's a good point. This this straight. this man remembers. 
He's like a well, turtle. He, well, he, at he, least he after remembers. week one, we don't have to worry about that. This is the so. first week one in forever where the Dallas Cowboys came out with the win. There that's, you go. Yeah. That's a good point. There you go. That's there you point. go. All right, gentlemen, let's get this started. Huge news. Uh, Aaron Rodgers played 75 seconds on Monday Night Football, and his season is unfortunately over after confirming earlier today as we're recording that Aaron Rodgers has suffered a full-torn Achilles. He is out for the season. It, I mean, obviously, you don't want to see that, but being Aaron Rodgers and his age, I mean, most certainly maybe – thinking career ender right there unfortunately yeah it's uh it's a tough rehab for anybody it's a tough rehab for a you know an athlete that's 23 years old much less someone in with within with ah gosh sorry see what happens when i take a week off i just forget how to talk and so <laughs> that's all right i'll get i'll get it back um yeah it's it's difficult like you said kirby for someone uh of his age and um I, you know, I can't recall any how many if he's had any other major injuries in his career. I'm sure he's had a couple, but nothing uh, leg related. Everything, yeah, has nothing collarbone, clavicle. That's what I was thinking of. Yeah, nothing. I mean, he oh. had he had the calf issue last year, and he had the calf issue going into preseason, which a lot like of it. people are attributing to why the Achilles gave mm. out because it's the same thing that happened to Kevin Durant in the NBA Finals when he ruptured his. Um, he had the calf injury um, beforehand, came back a little too early, a little too soon, and ruptured his Achilles. And that's the other thing, too. Like, it's it's a long timetable to get back. It's a long like timetable to recover, to rehab. And not only that, to get back to football speed and full contact again. It's it's. I'm not going to say it's impossible, but it's a long shot, I think, at this point uh, in, in stage of his career. Um but just you know, knowing how competitive Aaron Rodgers is, knowing how he is, I I think he's going to do everything in his power to try to get back, to try to at least um, give it one more shot, whether it's with the Jets or another organization. I think you know, obviously, um, it's just crazy. I mean, all off season, we the, it's just the hype and the build up to this moment, just to have it end in that way, and. Um, you know, Carlos and I and you you as well, Josh, we're all talking about how it's sort of like a dark comedy type of situation where, you know, it's it's all built up for one play or two plays, whatever <laughs> it was. And it's all over. I mean, at least at least from the looks of it now, it's just, it's just mind boggling to me. Mind boggling just because of who it happened to, like the, the it, person like, is. Yeah. More, more like the Jets. Like this franchise is cursed, man. Like they truly cannot catch a break. You know, they they finally get the guy who they think is going to lead this team and take him to the next level, and he doesn't even complete a pass. Throws goes over four, ruptures his Achilles, and that's it. Like, and the fact that you know they traded what Kirby told us off air was is now going to amount to a second round pick because he didn't play seventy percent of the snaps this season, or he's not going to. Um, yeah, it's just like. It's just crazy, like the whole saga that ensued for him to get to New York. He gets to New York. There's all this hype. There are people predicting they're going to be the super. They're going to go to the Super Bowl this year, um, and and it just it just ends so like 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 really like this is how it's going to go. We're not even going to get to actually see what this team could have looked like, and 
it'll just be interesting to see what Aaron Rodgers' decision is. Obviously, first and foremost, it's about, okay, he's got to get healthy anyways. He's got to rehab that injury either way. But then the question is going to be is, does he want to come back to football at 41 years of age, basically, because he turns 40 year, He'll be 41 uh, during next season. And, you know, it like like you said, Dan, it's not an easy injury to come back from. I mean, and when you think of the of players that have suffered this injury, Kevin Durant had it in his 20s. You know, uh, Kobe Bryant had ruptured his Achilles in his uh, in his early 30s or his mid 30s, more like he was 34 when he did his. Aaron Rodgers is 39. He's going to be 40 here in a few weeks. You know, like it's it's different. Now, obviously, of course, you could say you can point to, oh, well, Dan Marino, you know, had the same injury and he came back and he played three three more seasons after that. And, um you know, sports medicine is at a completely di- different place than it was back then. Mm-hmm. Pretty sure if Aaron Rodgers wanted to, he could easily come back and do it. But the question is, does he want to? Does he need to? Does he? Yeah, have to. It's a good I, point. I, and you and you brought up Kobe. I just want to say, and you know, he he was completely different after that injury. He lost. Well, he was already on the twilight of his career. My true, true, true. Point. Yeah, but it's I mean it it's a it's a career shifter, I think, for most guys. Unless, like you said, with Kevin Durant, obviously he had it when he was so young, it's a little bit of a different story. But yeah, it's um it's not just a career changer, it's I think it's a it's a life changing injury too. So we'll see. We'll see what what's gonna happen. Well the way it's so I, I you know, obviously it's the topic of the town. So I was talking to some uh, other people around today, and you know, the the way the way it's been said to me is like basically he's gotta relearn how to walk again. Mm-hmm. Like this is not a like an injury that you just like, you know, just come back from in like two weeks or you're on your feet and you're able to walk. Like you're he's literally going to have to reteach his the muscles in his leg how to handle the stress of walking, I guess you could say. Yep. And another thing is, you know, again, the 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 examples I brought up, those are basketball players. We're talking about football. Football is a totally different sport than basketball, yeah, in terms of physical contact and everything. And I guess, I mean, what do you guys think about the whole artificial turf argument that's been going around? Well, I, I know that, uh, well, they still have artificial turf on MetLife and uh, MetLife Stadium, but I'm pretty sure they made some alterations to it. It, it. It's a different turf than they've had issues with in the past. But yeah, I, I think artificial turf needs to go. Um, and throughout the National Football League, I think we've seen so many injuries over the years of guys with, with especially ACL injuries and Achilles injuries and just leg injuries in general, lower, um, you know, knee injuries and things like that. So it's, Mm. it's time. I mean, you have to, there has to be some studies that have gone on to show, you know, the, the difference between, um, you know, using, you know, real grass and artificial turf or some sort of composite, which I think they changed MetLife to the, like the the composite where it's like a little bit of both, but Mm -hmm. it's, it's dangerous stuff. Um, and I think, when do you say enough is enough is, is, is my question because you know, it's not an issue of money. The national football league has, I mean, know, they're billionaire owners. They could afford it. You they know? have more money than and another. Th- I mean, David Bakhtiari made the point of course on Twitter about it, but you know, obviously the world cup is coming in three years, basically, or mm-hmm. I guess two and a half years at this point, the world cup will be here, you know, and they're going to be playing a lot of these games in these stadiums. And they're already putting millions of dollars to retrofit these stadiums to be able to handle natural grass because FIFA only plays their, you know, official uh, FIFA sanctioned matches are only played on natural grass. So, like, uh, if the 
you know, United States are in a World Cup qualifying match and they got to play in Seattle, they have to lay natural grass on top of that turf. And, you know, but so the soccer world, it, at least in terms of over there in, um, you know, across the pond, they none of their stadiums have turf. All of their stadiums are natural grass. And it's because they they are willing to put in the money to, you know, obviously take care of it. And, you know, obviously there's a lot more money to take care of natural grass than, say, you know, turf, you know. And I think a lot of the reasons why a lot of teams go with turf is either because they play in a cold environment and it's easier to heat up or whatever or, you know, or it's just maintenance. It's just, wise. It's just yeah. easier. Yeah. Um, but I think and I'm not saying that switching it to natural grass is going to be the cure all mm. to all injuries because uh, major injuries happen all the time in in soccer as well, you know, on natural grass, you know, it just happens. But in terms of just being easier on, you know, players, you know, like, you know, tissue, ACLs, whatever joints, everything, you know, I think you have to do it. The football was not made to be played on this fake type of rubbery bouncy grass. I mean, you know, the only experience, you know, I've had with turf is, you know, when we've gone, when me and Kirby used to, you know, work for the Sharanda football team, we would go to Hanley and at um, Liberty, you know, high school, they had, mm -hmm. you know, the, the turf fields and, you know, it just, it's, it's so bouncy. It's so not natural. It doesn't feel right. And then you go to like the, the best, the weirdest feeling field was down at Louisa. Is that how you say it? Yeah. Louisa? Yeah. 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 yeah, yeah Louisa. Louisa. They had a, a Bermuda grass field and it just feels weird, but it just feels, it feels like you're supposed to be on this. It doesn't feel bouncy. Um, so I, I guess, I, I don't know, man, uh, the argument with turf. I mean, I think you're right. There's gotta be some, there's gotta be some study out there that I'm sure there is. That has the information. Sure. Yeah. And, but I mean, I think it's just proven. Look, if, if the biggest teams in the world in terms of soccer and over on the other side of the pond are like, no matter what, it's all grass. Like it, like it has to be natural grass. There's gotta be something to that because these guys have been doing this, way longer than the NFL ever has been around. Mm -hmm. But my, my thing with the uh, turf argument, I mean, yes, Carlos, we've walked on turf. It has an interesting feeling. Y y y to be honest, like when I go out there, I like just running, pretending like I'm making a football catch, but it's not like I'm going out in full pads. So I can't really say whether, but, if these players don't like it, I'd say, you know, because these players are more experienced than myself, who's never put on pads and played it down a football, you know, but mm. I, I've heard this turf argument for a while and I get where you're coming from too, Carlos. And the fact that it just feels bouncy, not right. And uh, I mean, you saw it in the jets game and the giants game too, when it was, raining as well when you get sacked and stuff you have that ru those rubber pellets just yeah. on your helmet on daniel jones's face mask because mm -hmm. the dallas defense obviously but Hit still, him a lot. i mean yeah <laughs> but but i mean that turf i mean i mean you have to change i mean you have so, to change how you run i mean it, yeah. and plant because i mean but but here's the counter argument we talk about fedex field how many injuries have happened at FedEx Field? And they're a natural grass stadium. So you can make the argument of, well, it doesn't matter. If an injury is going to happen, it's going to happen. Or right? What kind of grass? 
but, 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 but there's the thing, right? There's the point right there, Kirby. It's like, okay, but it depends on how good your grounds crew is, how good they are they're, maintaining the field. Because their field has been known to be in rough shape when those, yeah, when those and of course happen, they, like the RG three injury, yeah, yeah, I mean, and they were they replaced it all. Uh, well, well a few years ago, right? Might, they might be able to fix that with new ownership coming in. Just want to throw that out. Well, there. They, they, but remember, they they replaced it under Dan Snyder. Like I think it was either last year or the year before. Yeah, it was, like they just it was recently changed the type of grass that you guys used in that stadium. And I, as far as I'm concerned, it holds up a lot better. I think so. And but also, it takes uh, an injury to. I, I'm not going to say Rogers is the face of the NFL, but he this offseason he certainly has been that. Um, it sort of takes an injury like this for people to start having that conversation and to say, you know, how many players are going to get hurt and for people to really start to pay attention to it. If it's, you know, if it's just players that, you know, are not that notable, okay, then the, the NFL is not going to take notice. But if their star players keep getting injured, um, on, especially on turf fields, um, there's going to be a lot of discussions as to, we need to make a big change here. Something, something's got to give. And, uh, yeah, the, the last thing you want is for, you know, your big name players to, to keep getting hurt. I, I don't I don't think it's going to I don't know if it's going to happen. I'm not going to predict any of that stuff. I uh, no one knows. But um, yeah, this is this could be um, it, it could be a big decision coming from the NFL, I, I think, because of the Rodgers injury, whether you love him or hate him, which I think is part of the reason why he's Aaron Rodgers. Right. Yeah. Uh, so before we move on here, um, just. Obviously, the injury, we don't know how it's going to play out long-term for Aaron Rodgers because of how significant an injury in ACL is. But now looking... Wait, what? Achilles. Yeah, Achilles, not ACL. I said ACL, didn't I? <laughs> oh, my gosh. Because that's, that's normally what we're used to talking about. That's usually about. what it is. Yeah. yeah, it's usually what it is. We never... It feels like this it. season might be the season of the Achilles because we've already got two players with Achilles um, injuries. Oh, yep. my. But anyways, just looking before we wrap this segment up, um, it's Aaron Rodgers is out. Now, Zach Wilson back QB1. And Robert Sala made it known that Zach Wilson is going to be the core. Yeah, but what else is he supposed to say? Right yeah, now? Why, yeah. Why was that? We're going to look at our options. No, why was that a gonna... story today? It just goes to show you the obsession with the Jets. It's just well, well, who knows? I saw out there something about like Colin Kaepernick's agents are reaching out. I'm yeah, like, Kaepernick oh. was interested. It's 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 not going to happen. That, that train it's is gone, happen. dude. That train is gone. Like it's been it's so been out long, of the league for like, eight years now. Yeah, I'm it's sorry. Time. That train is gone. Like it's I, time. It's time to move I, on. I mean, irrelevant. obviously, what happened to Colin Kaepernick was a travesty in terms of how he basically got blackballed by the NFL. I agree. But at this point, dude, like, just no. give it a rest. Like, it's yeah. it's over. Like, if it was a year or two later, I mean, I, I okay, and, and he was, yeah, that, yeah. That, that's one thing. But it's it's too far gone. But but just looking at all the speculation, could they could they not pick up a quarterback? But as it stands right now, Maybe Zach Wilson. Zach Wilson from By God is that Carson Wentz's music. <laughs> yeah, I, I, I heard Joe rumors Flacco. about Carson Wentz too. I mean, he's available, so is Nick Foles. I mean, me personally, I wouldn't sign Carson Wentz because I think Carson he's Wentz a mess. is a terrible quarterback. A um I think you know, 
this team is so talented, though. Like that's the that's the crazy thing about it. And that... the funniest thing is they beat the Bills beyond. I mean, everything. They, but okay, they they beat the Bills last year. Like this is like, you know, when it's a division opponent, it's different, right? Like if this was like the Jets, you know, beating. I don't know who's like they beat the 49ers or something, right? A team that they don't normally play that they don't know normally. And also it's week one too, you know, like to me, it's, it's like this team knows Buffalo. They play Buffalo more often than any, you know, than most teams. So, and on top of that, Josh Allen was just God awful in this game. Mm, He was was really bad. Oh God. It was so bad. Um, but to me, it's like, yeah, this team is super talented. I, but I don't know. Okay, how far has Zach Wilson progressed? You know, under Aaron Rodgers. You know, how much can you? <laughs> I mean, in this, I, I mean, that's the thing. Like, how, how? You know, last last year it was about how frustrated that you know that Jets defense is special, and they were so frustrated at how they kept how they were keeping New York in games. But then Zach Wilson would throw it away, basically. Mm-hmm. And right now, now they have to turn back to him after basically um, turning away from him because, you know, and going out and getting a different quarterback. And now, you, you know, like, like that's why I like this whole story of, of Robert Sala saying, you know, that he's the number one. What else are they supposed to say? They have yeah. to give this kid some confidence here because – you know, he was their like, guy. He was he the was guy their, they drafted. Yeah, he was their guy, and then he was not their guy. So, yep, yep. agreed. Yep. So it's going to be interesting to see, but obviously, you hate to see an injury to someone like that with so much hype. And something that just I just remembered that I wanted to speak about here was the fact that the Jets mm-hmm. have. Five prime time games this year. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Five. obviously in in thoughts that up. uh that Aaron Rodgers was going to be their quarterback. Now they're talking uh, uh, obviously flex scheduling between certain weeks could change that. So mm-hmm. you probably have just, some better matchups you could stick in there. I'm sure. But week, just week. looking at the schedule with Aaron Rodgers out, it's like my gosh, five prime time games. That's why the NFL needs to. I mean, obviously, they probably have a contingency plan in place now, but they need to have one every season because this is it's bound <laughs> to happen. Need to, they need it's to bound allow to flex scheduling much earlier. Yes. <laughs> they need to just be, be able to flex games out at any time of the year. Agreed. Totally agree. But, I mean, they, look, we could be completely wrong, and Zach Wilson could surprise us and become the quarterback that they thought he was that he could be. Who knows? Maybe this little bit of Aaron Rod of, like, you know, Zach Wilson being around a quarterback who's, you know, been there, done that, who's achieved everything that any quarterback can, uh, you know, achieve. It was a first ballot Hall of Famer. This could easily propel this kid to, you know, maybe just even being around him for a little bit, seeing how Aaron Rodgers operates, help mature him and push him on to be a better quarterback. I mean, I didn't see a lot from him last night, but granted, he was thrown into a situation I don't think he was – entirely thinking he would be in of all of a sudden he got to play. I think obviously that, he's that gonna Aaron Rodgers is going to be there. So now let's see <laughs> what it's like with, I'm pretty sure he'll be able to, uh, you know, ask Aaron Rodgers for, adv- you know, advice and stuff. 
considering, you know, despite the fact that Rogers probably won't be in the building at all, but I'm pretty sure he's going to be able to reach out to him. And because as far as I know, they have a good relationship, him, uh, Wilson and Rogers do. Um, and let's, let, let, let's see, obviously it's a big test this week. You, you got that Dallas defense who, mm. you know, lit it up, but the jets are super talented and they just need Zach Wilson to be an average quarterback. He just has to manage the game. Just don't he, turn the ball he, over. That's the thing. He just has to manage the game. That's all you got to do. Get the ball to the playmakers. They obviously to Brees Hall, Dalvin Cook, and to um. Oh my God, who's their wide receiver again? Seventeen. It's oh, Wilson. is it Wilson? Uh, Wilson, yeah. yeah, Garrett Wilson. Wilson. Yeah, Garrett, Garrett Wilson. Wilson to Wilson. Um, and then trust it, you know, and trust that that defense, which like I said, is a special defense. They are incredible, especially you know Sauce Gardner and and everybody. Talented on defense, too. Yeah, They're talented on defense, man. Trust that they're going to keep you in games, and all you have to do is just manage the game. That's it. Don't put any more pressure. You don't have to play hero ball. You have to put it on your shoulders. Get it to the playmakers on this team. And outside of Miami, the rest of that division seems like it could, I mean, it could be pretty much up in the air. I mean, I I think, I mean, I know, I know we'll talk about Miami later, but wow. That was an impressive game, for sure. But anyway, I digress. I, I agree completely with Carlos. He just basically just protect the football. I think that's the biggest thing. I mean, obviously, that's every quarterback, what every quarterback needs to do. But in this situation, he's got the pieces around him. Um, you know, they, they could still come out of this and, and I, I think have a shot at the postseason. Um, it's not going to be easy by any stretch. But the NFL is weird. If we've noticed any, if anything is going to continue from week one, the NFL is going to be kind of wild this season. So wouldn't be surprised if that sort of stuff happens. Absolutely. The NFL season could be a wild one. And we'll talk about the craziness of week one as we continue right here on the Kirby on Sports podcast. For sports fans living in condominium and homeowners associations, as well as business professionals, when you need a reserve study, PM Plus Reserves has been in business since 1990. Their studies are accurate and easy to understand. Check them out when your association needs a study, www.pmplusreserves.com. You can also contact them at 703-803-8436. Once again, www.pmplusreserves.com. Is it finally time to upgrade your home's interior? How about with an authentic farm table made locally from recycled barn wood? Shenandoah Primitives, based right here in Winchester, Virginia, makes farm tables, benches, tables, coffee tables, and a long list of other items for your home decorating needs. At Shenandoah Primitives, function and style are combined for great furniture that will last generations. If you're interested in combining the industrial look of metal with wood or considering something incredibly unique with a live edge, Shenandoah Primitives turns those ideas into reality. Thinking about a mirror, wine rack, or other accent piece for your home, Shenandoah Primitives can assist with that as well. As a local small business, Shenandoah Primitives is happy to work with each client for a custom design or schedule an appointment to come out and view current inventory. Local high quality handmade items can be found at Shenandoah Primitives. 
Find us on Facebook and Instagram or visit us at www.shenandoahprimitives.com. Once again, that's www.shenandoahprimitives.com. All right. Welcome back to the Kirby on Sports podcast. Immaculate ad break. Absolutely, Corliss. Thank you very much for that. So next up on our slate, uh, the... Season opener, want to get your thoughts on that one, boys, especially you, Carlos, as Motor City, Dan Campbell, and the Detroit Lions upset the Chiefs. And I don't care what Mike Tirico or Chris Collinsworth says. It's not an asterisk because the Lions came out and played. Wait, I forgot. What was the quote again? What was their asterisk quote? They they said they said the game this win was an asterisk because they didn't have Chris Jones and they didn't have Travis. Mm, nah, no, I disagree. No, absolutely not. The Lions came out and played good physical football under Motor City Dan Campbell, and that organization is changing from top to bottom. And you saw it from that game, and that's why I had a feeling the Lions could make some noise in this game. And sure enough. They but let's be completely 100% honest here with each other. If the Kansas City wide receivers could actually catch the dang on ball in that game, Kansas City would have won easily. You know let's what they say. Be, but but you it can't didn't do happen. It. Ands, ifs, or buts. They, they don't it matter. It didn't happen. They don't so matter. the Lions just took what was in front of them. That's it. They just had uh, either way. It's a win in the win column. There are no asterisks in football. That's it. Okay. It's either win or lose. Either way, it's going in your record. It doesn't matter how you won the game. It doesn't matter how you lost the game. That's it. Winning yeah. a game by 30 does not equal any more in the win column than losing than winning the game by one. It tells a you more. Win. <laughs> it certainly so, tells you more. But yeah. Sure. Yeah. But <laughs> you're right. But um, but yeah, no, l- listen. Detroit really I mean I I'm not saying they necessarily like blew me away but you can you're right Kirby that organization is changing and they are finally starting to give that fan base something to be excited for Absolutely and you just look there and the Lions mentality and play calling going for a fake punt on what, was it the first drive? I think it was either the first or second. It was in drive the beginning of the game. Of the game. Yeah, I, I'm like, I, I mean, gutsy call there, but it worked out. And I mean, obviously, Sean Payton going for an onside kick in Denver—that's something different. Just you know, d- just two completely different motives there. But Dan Campbell, he, I mean, that that coaching staff, the Lions are going to make some noise. I just really think that was a good win for them. Obviously. Yes, we have to address the fact that Kadarius Tony is oh. no longer on Twitter. I mean, I mean, I mean, the pick six, the pick six that was Can't right in the hand, right? In not even my home fault. Look, not even my home. But I, I am going to give Kadarius Tony some grace here because Kadarius Tony did not, uh, was not part of training camp. His biggest issue, you know, Kadarius Tony has all the talent in the world, but his his biggest issue is availability. He just has not been available. And he literally started practicing 
the week before the ga- the game. So it's I think with Kadarius Tony, it's more of a case of he hasn't been able to get any reps, and that's that's an issue in terms of the other guys though. Somebody's got to step up. That's Somebody it. has to take has to take because it can't just be Travis Kelsey. And you could definitely tell, like Patrick Mahomes was missing that security blanket, that guy, that go-to guy that he could depend on. You know, but one of these guys, Sky Moore needs to do more. You know, uh, the rookie Rice. I mean, he made a couple good plays. Um, and but then they started really covering him. And again, Kadarius Tony's the number one, so he needs to be better than that. And I think he will be. I I, I have a lot of faith in Kadarius Tony, but that was an awful performance, terrible performance by him. Patrick Mahomes is a human after all. Who would have thought? <laughs> what a surprise. No, I, I I I agree with everything you guys have been saying. Um and yeah, th- there's no excuse for the Chiefs to lose that game, but you got to give credit to the Lions. They made the plays they had to make to win that game. I I'm I don't know if I'm as impressed with the Lions as everybody else is yet. You know, I, I think give it a couple weeks and I'll, I'll I'll let you know. I know last year how they ended the season, very strong finish last year. You but you can see how much they really really love playing for Dan Campbell. There's no question about it. Those players love it. I mean, I would love playing for Dan Campbell, up. dude. Playing for Dan Campbell looks like so much fun. Going to run through a wall for the guy. I mean, I would too. Um. But yeah, let's let's pump the brakes on saying, you know, the Lions are legit because Kirby was saying that in the group chat right after the game. And I'm like, let's just slow down a little week bit. One. <laughs> it's week one. one. It's the first Do game. I think let's they're going to chill. make a run for the division? I do. I really do. I think that they can. I mean, I, I think this division, yeah. It's I, this the year, division is there. This year it's really bad. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah. Put me on full blast, why don't you? I was just hype after that. Well, listen, game. we're going to release I just can't stand when people do that. Right when, after the game, they make these bold... Pre- I'm like, stop. Especially stop. after week one. I mean, look, they only... I mean, all in all, they only won by one point. They only yes. won by one. So it's not, you know... I'm, that's what I'm saying. Like, I wasn't necessarily blown away by mm-hmm. the Lions. But at least I, I mean, it was the same thing last year. They were in a lot of their games that they lost. That's true. It's just they didn't finish. But now what it's looking like is okay. Now the key thing is finishing. They finished against mm-hmm. the Chiefs. They did. Congratulations. You ruined their banner night. You know, you opened the season on primetime, sh- announced yourselves to the world. But you have, a, it's only one game. We have 16 more to go. That's it. That's it. Yep. And and that's why I think Kansas City is going to be fine. It's the same reason, you know, people oh, people came out and said, I mean, and not any anyone here, obviously, but because um, obviously Carlos knows better and, and Kirby knows Mahomes. I mean, we know Mahomes and the Chiefs are going to be fine. But I saw people saying, oh, uh, they're frauds. And I mean, that's social media, right? That's kind of what it gets amplified anyway. So, um, and I'm just like, how can people, in, how know, can three people seriously think? Games. What the f- seriously, but. Seriously, think the Chiefs are in trouble. It's just, it's just idiotic. It's delusional fans, man. I I, I just think it's a hiccup. They just have to get. It's growing pains, guys. It's growing pains. I mean, look, ever going to be perfect? No matter, no matter. Tony, however you may get Sky more and more involved, and then once Travis Kelsey comes back, you should be fine. That's how I see it. And they'll and they'll figure it out. It it takes time to get that chemistry, anyways, especially when you have. I mean. I mean, the the good news obviously coming out now is that Chris Jones is now officially back with the team. He got his con, you know, got a new contract. Man, they were gashed. 
gashed by the Lions. But I, I disagree, Dan. I really disagree with that. I thought the Chiefs' defense was outstanding in this game. I really do. Again, think about it. The, the, the Detroit Lions, only the real reason why they won is because of that pick six. Had they not made that pick six, they would have lost. And then on top of that, if the Chiefs wide receivers would have catched too. But all in all, that Chiefs defense kept the Lions offense in check for most of the game. Sure, yeah. I think on at the beginning of the game, they were getting, you know, uh, dash. I, I mean, Detroit was running all over them at, at the beginning. But I think that it was the same thing with, with, with Dallas in the beginning of the mm-hmm. Giants game. They were getting they – were, they were also getting ran over. But it was about settling into the game, and I really think this Chiefs defense is one of the one of the elite defenses in the league because they played a fantastic game. Patrick Mahomes also played a fantastic game. The only difference is is the receivers didn't catch the ball. But I I, I disagree with with uh with you thinking that the uh, Chiefs defense was not great in this game. I just felt like on third downs they could have been better, and especially that's that's really what you that's know, fair. You- that's you, fair. Co- you come to expect the 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 Chiefs to be able to get off the field and give you know Mahomes the ball back. I was disappointed with their third downs and and if Chris Jones is on the field. They make a lot of those plays, or at least he helps make a lot of those plays because you know when you have a great defensive player, sh- sure they're not always in on the tackle, but they take away and they get extra attention, and someone else is able to be freed up and make the tackle. So, um, yeah, that that that's mainly mainly what I my observation was the fact that um. The Lions put themselves in a lot of third and medium situations, I felt like, and they converted a lot of times. And um, it's just not something I was used to seeing with this Chiefs defense. I think they're going to be fine. Don't don't get me wrong. Um, and, you know, I, I I think I was impressed with Detroit. But again, I'm, I'm not going to make any bold predictions about their entire season as a whole in, in week one because you just don't know. I mean, they injuries happen, right? We just saw it with Aaron Rodgers. I mean, it's is it rare to happen 75 seconds into the game? Absolutely. But, um, you know, anything can happen at any time. And um, I, 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 I like Detroit. And look, Dan Campbell is in, I mean, he's a great head coach. I mean, you, you, you can just see um, how these players respond to that. Detroit hasn't had that in a long time, if ever, um, that they've had a coach where they, you can just feel the strong connection that the coach and, and, the, and the players have. Mm-hmm. Um, and that that goes a long way, man. That 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 helps bring, that helps bring guys to your team and free agency. Um, players you draft want to want to suit up immediately and go to war, quote unquote, for your, you know for the team. And um, you know, I, I think that's a huge thing for Detroit. And they're they're going to be a, a very good, very fun team to watch, especially like Carlos said with that division. I mean, it's it it could be a mess this year, and it really there could for be, the taking, man. It's it's it, there it's for really, the taking. It really is theirs if they if they have a good season. So. Um, and yeah, Kansas City is going to be fine. I'm not worried. They um, they were definitely rusty. I mean, I, I think that was that was a big thing I noticed across the um, across the board from them. But you know, they're they have a proven track record. They're they're going to be fine, and they'll get it. They'll get it worked out. Andy Reid always does. And um, we just got to um, sometimes cut those those like cutesy plays, man. Like yeah, they, like they, like, they like shoot go themselves on. in the foot in a couple of those. Yeah, like the like the Blake Bell like like uh-huh. fourth and one something like that or third and one. I don't remember short yard situation. Just hand the ball off to Pacheco or to Clyde Edwards Hilaire. Like mm-hmm. like just, just like like don't make this harder. Like I don't understand what they were trying to do. Like there was some there was a lot of plays that really frustrated me that I hope that they you know um clean up and 
understand they, they don't have like sometimes they they try too hard and they don't need to. Agreed. Keep, sometimes simple football is the best football. Totally, totally agree with that. That's perf- perfectly said. So now let's take a look at another game before we uh, we'll touch on one more game before we get to our next break here. But Miami versus the Chargers. I think that probably might have been the most exciting in mm-hmm. week one. I was very, I was, I was, I was like, Kirby, be careful where you go with this. It's only week one. Don't well, be like, I think, I, 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 think season. I think, I think we just saw game of the season. Uh, oh my goodness. Like, out of Most like exciting week one. Am I over exaggerating? No, 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 no. No, 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 no. no it was definitely the most exciting hey, week one. Listen, yep. listen. The Tua to Tyreek connection. My. Mm. Goodness, it is. I have been, I have been doing nothing but raving about that. The game winning touchdown catch by Tyreek Hill. That pass was absolutely perfect. I have never seen a more perfect pass the way it fit between the defender and right into Tyreek Hill's hands. It was unbelievable. It was beautiful. I mean, look, Tua Tungavailoa, we obviously all. We're very concerned for him last season with the yeah. what they claim two concussions. We all think it was three. Um, you know, and there was a lot of talk of should he retire. Look, Tua is a good quarterback. He is. He's an exciting quarterback. He's very fun to watch. You know, when he's health and when he's healthy, the Dolphins are a contender. They really are. It's when he's not healthy. That's that that's the problem. You can tell when he's not healthy, and then when he's out. The Dolphins just suffer. They do. And, you know, but this is why they wanted Tua, because in the biggest moments, he does not flinch. This guy did not flinch. But And think about it. His introduction to the world was the second half of the national championship where he had to make a comeback and win in overtime against Georgia as a freshman in college. Yeah, that's a great point. You know, coming in for Jalen Hurts, who, you know, is now, you know, maybe the one of the top five quarterbacks in the league, but, um, you know, to, uh, I mean, just a great performance by him. And, um, yeah, I mean, the dolphins are, are they're going to be a major issue this year. Mm-hmm. And the chargers on the other hand, I mean, you know, I, I picked the chargers cause I sort of was concerned, but I know it's still week one, but looking at what the dolphins could do, they might be a really good team to look out for an AFC playoff push. Um, but the Chargers, on the other hand, I mean, I think they the did. The Chargers chargered as they normally do. Yeah, I mean, nothing it, changes. It looked, like, it looked like they were doing some good stuff, but again. Well, they were. They definitely I mean, were. I mean, yeah. the Chargers Wait. are going to charger. But listen, this Justin Herbert excuse my French ladies and gentlemen, dick riding needs to stop, man. Like I was just about to say something similar. I truly do not understand why the media is so in love with Justin Herbert, despite the fact that he never Mm. comes up in the big moment. Hasn't won a big game. I was just never won a big game. Like why is it's, it's, it was, it was the Josh Allen. It it was, it was the Josh Allen effect that was happening last year too. Why they all fall in love with these guys that have no proven track record. Yep. Like every like the media is so in love with Justin Herbert. And I'm like, okay, cool. He's 
I can't deny it. he's a good quarterback. Like he is. He's a super talented quarterback. He's exciting to watch. What has he done, though? You guys were up 27-0 on the Jaguars and blew it. This, like this Trevor is it. Lord, like, like, like Trevor Lawrence has won more than Justin Herbert. And it's nobody the- talks about Trevor Lawrence the way they talk about Justin Herbert. Everybody is so – he's the internet's quarterback. They're so in love with this kid. And he – again, granted, he's super talented. He really is. But nothing's changed, man. Like, they brought Kellen Moore in, and nothing's changed. It's the same old Chargers. And I was I was thinking that at the top of this, and I really wanted to get that off my chest. So thank you, Carlos, for saying it. He hasn't won a big game. He hasn't come through clutch. He he's he's a good he's a great quarterback. I have no questions about that. But the elite quarterbacks win important games, put their teams in those positions, and Justin Herbert hasn't done that. And Carlos is right. The the way the media just just worships the ground this guy walks on, I just don't get it. I just don't get it. There's there's you know seven quarterbacks I can think of who have you know who are better and in in my opinion have won more meaningful games than Justin Herbert who has won zero meaningful games. So if you've won one meaningful game, you're better than Justin Herbert in that in that category. So yeah, I that's that's I have the same feeling as Carlos. It's just frustration. Um and we're just going to continue to for people to say, well, it, it, it it's coming. It'll happen. He's going to win a big game. And when he wins a big game, oh, it's just going to be insufferable across the board um, to hear the media and the way they're going to talk about Justin Herbert. But, God, yeah, Tua is – he is an absolute beast. And that touchdown pass, Carlos is right, was maybe one of the best throws I've seen in a long time. I can't think off top of mind of one that was better. So, and in that situation when, when you know, you got to have it late in the fourth quarter – just a clutch throw, clutch play. Unlike Justin Herbert, Tua makes the clutch throw to to win the football game. And yeah, the the Dolphins are definitely going to be one of those top teams in the AFC this year. I think we all thought coming in, if if Tua can stay healthy, they can be that. Uh, maybe I should, you know, maybe I should roll back saying that because I know I said earlier the Week One uh, predictions. Maybe they need to just chill a little bit. But um, yeah, I think the Dolphins are going to be in the in right in the thick of it this year with those other top AFC teams. Uh, as long as they have, as long as two is healthy and he's playing at the top of his game, they're they're not going to have um, <clears throat> any any issues at all. Um, I think the Chargers are just going to be what they are, and that is a team that can is a fringe playoff team. They're going to be a fringe wild card team. Um, they they might sneak into the playoffs, and they're going to lose in the first round of the playoffs. That's just what the Chargers have done for a long time now. Um, I hope they prove me wrong because I really want to see. Justin Herbert break out, but as of now, it just seems like Carlos said it's the same old Chargers. They just continue to play this way, and um, it's uh, it's incredibly frustrating to to uh, continue to watch people just worship them. I'm like, I just don't get it. It just doesn't make sense to me. But um, this was a really exciting game. Watching watching Red Zone as this happened, as this game unfolded. Um, and flipping back to the actual game was it was, it was, it was so, so exciting. Red Zone was so annoying though because they kept going away from the game and I'm like guys like this is the game that matters what it's are the we game doing? that was more exciting why are too. we still show why, why do we keep cutting away to Patriots uh Eagles you know on top of that my Red Zone was like for some reason like very behind so like mm-hmm. I had Patriots Eagles on my TV on, on my other TV <laughs> but then on the Red Zone TV like it was not like 
behind it, it kept cutting back and it kept cutting back to things that I already knew happened so i was like get back to the chargers game like i want to see what happens this is more important they really wanted the patriots to pull that out but yeah just just i mean i i wanted them to pull it out too you know just because, understandable you know, personal bias Eagles. but yeah you know but it yeah it was a, it was it was a great game um and Tua throwing for almost 500 yards just unbelievable incredible just absolutely unbelievable. incredible yeah. No. And yeah, he's 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 due for another big season. And I think I think the Dolphins are too. I, hopefully he can stay healthy. Hopefully he can stay that's, healthy. That's that's it. That's it. Yeah. I think we touched on it all. The 36 to 34 Dolphins victory over the Chargers. Before we take another break, just want to uh, give a shout out to my good friends over at Shenandoah Music. Shenandoah Music is here to help your beginning band students with easy and hassle-free online rental processes from shenmusicstore.com. Top quality instruments from all the name brands, plus all their instruments are band director approved. They even partner with local directors to make sure your student is getting the equipment he or she needs to be successful in band class this season. You're listening to Kirby on Sports Podcast. We'll take a quick break and we'll be back with more right after this. Hey, sports fans. Thank you for listening to and supporting the Kirby on Sports Podcast with founder and host, Josh Kirby, along with lead contributor Dan Dembski. Like, subscribe, and give them a five-star rating wherever you get your podcast from. My name is Dr. Dave Miles, founder of Dr. Dave Leadership Corporation. Our company helps leaders build engaged and productive teams. Exclusively for listeners of the Kirby on Sports podcast, you can take an opportunity to discover your primary communication style and learn more about effective communication with others. Text Kirby to 757-903-0743 for your free copy of the Working From Home Communication Assessment where you'll learn your primary communication style, how to better communicate with others not like you, and tips on working remotely based on your personal communication style. 10 minutes, tons of resources, learn about yourself and your team. Again, text Kirby to 757-903-0743 for your free assessment report today. I'm Dr. Dave Miles, founder of Dr. Dave Leadership Corporation, where we help you and your team be more engaged and productive by understanding each other better. Back to you, Josh. Hey, Kirby on Sports Podcast listeners, Mark Francis with Icon Real Estate here. You know, it may seem scary or daunting at first to think about buying or selling a home. Well, look no further. Give me a call. 540-247-1527. There's nothing more than I love to do than help my friends make those transactions fun interesting, and at the end of the day, productive. Look me up online, iconsells.com, and even better, find me on my podcast, Iconic Talk, with my co-host Megan Eanes on any podcast platform. We will share all the local news about real estate markets and our local community. It's educational. Look us up. We'd love to help you. iconsells.com, 540-247-1527. Josh, back to you. All right, the three-man booth back with me, the Kirby on Sports Podcast, moving right along. We are going to get into the next part of the week one episode of the Kirby on Sports Podcast. We're going to talk about how we feel about our team's performances this week and then bounce around the league a little bit. Um, 
talking about not so in depth, but talking about different games that went on besides the ones we talked about earlier. So our teams who, who wants to start first? Hey, listen, you're the host, dude. You're going first. We're talking about your commanders <laughs> against the Cardinals. Salute the commanders. Well, it was sold out. Which, by the way, to all Commanders fans, the Kirby on Sports podcast will be coming to you live on Thursday night football, October 5th, as the Commanders take on the Chicago Bears. That's going to be fun. We'll have a special cool. guest with us, too. So, anyways, it was sold out. A whole bunch of alumni showed up. Yeah, Champ Bailey. And Champ Bailey, obviously. First time since he was traded to Denver. RG3 ran out of the tunnel. Not that right. I love this. I really love that this new ownership is is trying to make amends with all these legends and stuff and bringing them more into the fold. I really love this. Well, get this. Uh, Mitch Rail's one of the partners for the Commanders, flew his jet out and picked up Sonny Jurgensen. No, that's nice. cool. Dan no, really Snyder cool. would never, never, never. He would never. Sonny Jurgensen is a legend. Yeah, that's 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 an awesome gesture. I mean, obviously you had Clinton Portis out there. Fred Smoot, he's always there. Um, Kevin Durant was there. Yeah, Durant, Durant was there. Durant and Joel Embiid. I'm not sure if you saw on Twitter, but a picture of Durant and Joel Embiid with Josh Harris in the middle. Well, considering Josh Harris is Joel Embiid's boss, you know, he pays Joel Embiid's bills. Like, Signs yeah. checks. Yeah. That, yeah. That's not what I'm. That's a good point, but that's not what I'm referring to. I'm referring to the fact that two basketball players, and you have like how short he is. You have the short. Yeah, you have a short. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, oh my gosh. Um, <laughs> I mean. I mean, watching the game, you saw Josh Harris on the field after the game. When's the last time Snyder did that? Never. When's the last time Snyder was ever visible at a game? Never. Like it's been a while. Trust to hide from the camera. Stadium against the Cowboys, but that was probably the last. That's because his buddy Jerry Jones wanted him to be there. So mm, yeah, I, yeah, I yeah. So. You're right. You're right. You're right. You're right. You're right. So it's a shame. It's a shame. I, I, I think it was a great atmosphere from what I saw. A lot of different alumni. I mean, it Charles, sounded electric. It mm-hmm. sounded electric on TV. Mm-hmm. I mean, Charles Mann was there. Dexter Manley was there. I mean, you name it. You most go. of the alumni Dexter showed up and showed out. John Riggins was there. Oh, yeah. Riggins. John Riggins. That was great. But I mean, it just looked electric. It sounded electric. Um, but Looking on the field, the commanders are darn lucky they got that win because that was an absolutely pathetic performance. He's pretty pathetic. bad. The <laughs> O-line, yeah, there's a lot of crap that team needs to clean up, I'm telling you. Mm-hmm. The O-line getting six sacks on Howell, I, I mean, wh- what's the deal? And I, I don't really want to go into it, but Jonathan Gannon thinks he's still coaching in Philly or something, thinking his defense can just cheap shot the commander's um, <laughs> offense. It's like, come on. And that that one guy should have been ejected for the hit, nailing the referee and then throwing yeah. the flag on that. Yeah, Even the referee who went down knew that was a foul. Yeah. So he threw Agreed. the flag. But Most epic flag throw I've ever seen. <laughs> There were some bright spots. I mean, obviously, Sam Howell 
connected on a few good throws, a, a few mistakes that a young quarterback would make. Mm -hmm. But the one thing I can take away from this and what a lot of other people have also mentioned they're taking away from this as well as the fact that after an interception of fumble, how Sam Howell responded. And I mentioned that. I mentioned it. I mentioned it in the group chat. I was like, that was a great bounce back by Sam Howell. You did. I'm sorry. You did mention that. I did, I did mention bounce that. back. It was like he was unfazed and they got the win. But obviously, it's the Cardinals. They you made it so much harder than it needed to be, man. Like, this should have been a game where you guys, like, blew them out. Well, they, I mean, against the Cardinals, I mean, it was in, it was tough. Against Could be winless, teams, those Cardinals. Uh, against other teams in the league, we wouldn't get that opportunity. They pounce all over our mistakes, the, the commander's mistakes, and they would not get an opportunity. I can't so, wait for Thanksgiving. I really can't wait for Thanksgiving. Uh, <laughs> O-line is going to be served uh, with a nice side of gravy. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it will be. <laughs> uh, so, but Eric Bieniemy, I didn't like his play calling. I really didn't. They were pass happy, did not run the football a lot. Antonio mm. Gibson needs to protect the football, but looking, he's, he's got Pat Mahomes more. out there still. Yeah, yeah, I, he I guess he thinks he's working with Patrick Mahomes still. You gotta, you gotta get it balanced, but I think it's just gonna take time. Growing yeah, pains, so, man. Growing yeah. pains. Just remember, brand this new, is growing pains. Brand, brand new, new quarterback. Brand, brand new. new system. There are a lot of adjustments yeah. this Commanders team needs to make going into Denver sure. at four twenty-five this Sunday. So, <laughs> dude, it's going to be they're gonna cut into my Cowboys Jets game. Like, ah. I'm gonna have to actually. I'm gonna have to get red zone. I'm gonna. I'm not red zone. I'm sorry. Uh, Sunday ticket. I'm gonna have to. Like, I'm, I just got. I'm gonna have to. <laughs> but, I mean, a win's a win. But a lot of mistakes that they need to clean up. And after the game, if you didn't see it, Ron Rivera gave yet another game ball to Josh Harris. So now he has three: the first preseason win, the first home preseason win. And then the first regular season win. He just said, right. buy him it, it, extra lost, time. it lost his luster. It lost his. He's just hoping to buy him some extra time to get fired. Get Ron Rivera out of the building, please. Okay. <laughs> he's a stooge, man. God, I, I mean, I'm sorry. He's a stooge. I'm just surprised he didn't give the game ball to Josh Harris for uh, the oh my God. Commander Super Bowl against the Ravens at FedEx Field. Yeah, we know. We yeah. know. Yeah. Hey, yeah, you're lucky you went to that game club level, right, oh, Dan? I'm so blessed, yeah. <laughs> no, they were they were they were mostly happy that Dan Snyder was gone. I will I will say, but but even still, um, yeah, uh, Ron Rivera, he just he just doesn't get it. I, he just doesn't get it. I'm sorry, he just doesn't. He needs to go. Like, come on, the why are is the he worst coach in the league right now? Like, I I think Ron Rivera is. Good. He's got to be up there. I don't know if if Washington does not have any form of success this season, he's, he's got to go. He's, he's gone. He's, he's got to go. Yeah, I agree. You're but yeah, hey, better? hey, you said it. A win is a win. I mean, they, <laughs> a win every, is a win, boys. A win everybody's, is a win. Every every team's got stuff to clean up. That's well, just I, I, I'm gonna make a confession. After seeing this win and seeing what Dallas did to New York on Sunday night, <laughs> I'm <laughs> not looking forward to Thanksgiving. <laughs> That's bank coming. <laughs> It's coming. I'm licking so. my chops, dude. Mm, that that O line looks juicy for Michael Parsons. 
<laughs> the lion is gonna pounce on the hey, and hey, my, my fantasy team stacked with Dallas's defense all year. Ooh, yeah, the, 34 would... points, baby. Listen, uh, got 40 uh, in the league. Ooh, let's, okay, let's be on. I mean, all right, we, we'll talk about Dallas when, when we get to Dallas, but anyways, go. But yeah, uh, that's else? about all I have just uh, on the Denver for the commanders get a little bit better, adjust the play calling, because uh, I I think Eric Bieniemy thinks that Sam Howell's Patrick Mahomes, but uh, I don't know. Yeah, my lines. Taking my lines, that's what you do. You take my lines. Come on, man. (laughs) Well, let's let's just see how it goes. I mean, I haven't seen enough regular season Bieniemy. I still haven't seen enough of Sam Howell. That's all I'm saying. I haven't seen enough. It was a very average performance. Yeah. I'm not confident in him, but that's just me. I, I I'm I'm sure a lot of people feel the same way, but yeah, I I just I don't know, man. D- <laughs> These Commanders fans have been hyping Sam Howell up all season. I know it. I Every know single it. time I talk to Commanders fans, it's Sam Howell, Sam Howell. He doesn't have to be good. He's just has to be average. And this team is gonna win the division. Oh, I'm not saying, uh, and mm. this is not this is not Kirby. Kirby is not the one. Saying no, he's this. he is okay. he's a realist. He's he's Thank a realist. You. Now, Thank does he much. hype up Sam Howell? Yes, but it's not like that. Where oh, he just like no. Like I literally had a conversation with a Commanders fan, and it was the most frustrating thing in the world. I just <laughs> I was like, what the hell are you talking about? Like you guys beat a Dallas team that that didn't care. They were already in the playoffs. Like who cares? Um, but that's besides the point. It was an it was a, it was a mid performance. I mean, I wasn't I wasn't impressed, but I wasn't like. I mean, I just, I just, I was, what's the word I'm looking for here? I was, um, oh, it's going to bother me if I don't think of this word. I was in midwhelmed. Midwhelmed. No. Oh, up. my God. So, somebody say something <laughs> while I think of the word. Well, oh, I was indifferent. I was indifferent towards him. There we go. Look at that. I came the same me. way. Yeah. All yeah, right, I think. Here. I think uh, I think it's a young team that's gonna have some growing pains, and I think you're right about Eric the enemy's play calling. It's, it's trade cool. Chase Young. Why are you still paying? Yeah, Chase Young? yeah. Well, why is Ch- I, I, sh- that? That's even. We're going off on so sport. many tangents right now. We need. I mean, to, Chase we're supposed Young. to keep this brief, but yeah, yeah we're supposed to keep this brief. But we're not keeping this brief. But go on, go on, go on. Let's finish I, this. I, I, I don't know. I, I I don't know what the deal is. He's injured again. Always hurt. No, he's cleared. He's cleared for physical contact, but the doctors decided to pull him. Like he's cleared, I but yet know. he's not cleared. It makes no sense. Well, I, it looks like to play Kate, two. that yeah. defensive line stepped up in the uh, second half for the yeah, because they played without him before. So it's yeah. like <laughs> they don't need doing... him. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's all right. That all right, let, let's move on. Whose team is next? I'll just go real quick. I mean, right. um, I, I'm not going to go well, on yeah, too well, long. My condolences to J.K. Dobbins. It sucks it's, battling it's awful, back. But, uh, you know, it's unfortunately, it's kind of been it's similar to Chase Young, although probably worse because he's had now two um, season-ending injuries. Um, it's just unfortunately kind of been his luck since he's been a Baltimore Raven. Um and they're, they're going to have to find a way to win without him. They've had, they had to do it last year. So, you know, it's, it is what it is at the, at this point. Um, next man up. And I, I, I know they promoted uh, Melvin Gordon, which I'm like, Oh God, why, why Melvin Gordon? No, please played in the preseason and was not good at all. So maybe he, he will uh, be a, you know, a second or third option. I think that's kind of what he's going to be just as some insurance, but no, I think in general, the Ravens, um, 
offense was, they were, I mean, similar to how other quarterbacks have been. Lamar didn't play at all in the preseason. The rust was there. Um, He made some throws, but he also made some bad throws as well. It's it's going to take a couple weeks, I think, for him to get back into playing um, at football speed, especially with these receivers like Zay Flowers and and, and Odell Beckham. Um, I think the offense is going to be fine defensively. You know, I was impressed with once again the Ravens just getting after a very young, scared, and inexperienced quarterback who kind of was has been thrown into the situation. Um, and I think. Uh, I, I think in general, the Ravens are going to be fine. I know 25 to nine, you look at the scoreboard and you say, well, that's, that's a pretty impressive win. Um, but offensively, I just think, I think they got a lot of stuff to clean up. They got, they got to be able to run the football more effectively. Um, and I just think Lamar needs to get more decisive um, and, and get back into making those quick decisions. Cause he kind of was once again, um, and again, he hasn't, he didn't, he hasn't played in a long time. So I'm, I'm, I'm cutting him a lot of slack here. Um, but there was a lot of him sort of not being committed to, to um, you know, either throwing or running the ball. And I felt like there was a lot of sloppiness on that side of the football. I will say the positive thing is we, we played the Texans. Our defense was about as solid as they could have been. And they they made life miserable for, C, for, um, for, for CJ Stroud. And I kind of felt bad for him, man. They were... They were just blitzing him like crazy and, and hitting him all the time. And yeah, so the, the defense was about as impressive as they could have been. And once again, the Ravens banged up, not just J.K. Dobbins, but they uh, but Ronnie Stanley got hurt at one point. It never ends, um, man. It never ends. That guy's team. always hurt. Um, they had a couple other players as well get hurt, but I don't think their injuries are very serious. Um, Ronnie Stanley is yeah, he's another example of a guy who he's just never on the field. It's cost. He's constantly hurt. And um, I think, you know, obviously his injury was someone rolled up um, on his on his ankle. So that's I mean, it, that that happens when you're an offensive lineman. But it just seems like it's so unlucky. It always happens to the Ravens offensive lineman mm-hmm. um, more than any other team. So that that's my big takeaway is just, like, God, we need to stay healthy. Like we can't have this injury bug starting in week one. Um, it's just it's just miserable. So. I think that's the big thing for me as we head into this big game on Sunday against Cincinnati. Going to be a huge game. And you know Cincinnati wants revenge from their poor performance in week one. I'm sure we're going to touch on that. Um, but I, I, I think the Ravens defensively, they're, they're going to be in good shape. Um, I just need to see the offense just shake off the rust. I mean, um, the, the chemistry will develop over time. It's just people expected it to be immediate. And it's like mm. Lamar hasn't played in a long time. Mm-hmm. He hasn't thrown the football to Zay Flowers and Odell Beckham. Yeah, um, that connection with Zay Flowers is pretty dope. It was pretty dope. Pretty though. good when they when they good. when they connected. It's 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 gonna work. And told uh, you, I told you, Dan. I told you, Zay Flowers. He's a guy I wished was on the Dallas Cowboys. Very that, happy. That kid is so. He's, he's really gonna good. good. He's gonna be he's really good. Really good. And similar to um, you know Washington, got a brand new system in t- with with. Todd Munkin, so Lamar and the entire offense trying to get used to that as well. It's going to take a couple games. Hey, um, Lamar, can we panic. learn how to like you know maybe hold the ball closer to your body instead of oh he's it out always here? done that. It's yeah, so frustrating done. watching him run, and he's got the ball out here, <laughs> he and I'm like, like dude, somebody just has to swipe at it, yeah. and you're, it's a fumble, and yep. that's what happened. Somebody swiped on it, and luckily the Ravens recovered. 
But like, bro, if when you're running, tuck it in. He, tuck it in. He's always done that, and it's yeah, it's it's definitely anxiety inducing when he when he runs the football a lot of times but I, I you know i'm sure they had a conversation with him like come on at this point in your career we just paid you all this money you have to protect the football and and it's one thing if you fumble the ball and you're just you know tucking it normally but i mean to hold it out like that is just asking for a turnover out here man inexcusable that's that that's inexcusable at that at that stage but I'm not worried about the Ravens. I think they'll be fine, especially because the way I saw, I mean, Cincinnati's going to bounce back. We know that. But the way I saw Pittsburgh play, I mean, obviously, you know, that was a joke. So, um, and Cleveland, I, th- I, I think Cleveland's going to be about, a, you know, a, a 500 football team. That's just going to be what they are. So, um, I th- still think the Ravens, the division is open for them to take it this year. I know Cincinnati's going to pose the biggest challenge. So, it's, Sunday's game is really going to go a long way in telling us you know, what direction that's going to go this season. Um, and I just, I, I want to see the defense continue to dial up that pressure because it's it's a thing of beauty when they got after C.J. Stroud and just kept making his life miserable. Joe Burrow's not C.J. Stroud, though. <laughs> like, we know this. And and obviously, Cincinnati's got way more weapons than Houston. So it's, it's going to be a big barometer um, for the Ravens on Sunday. I got no, I got no comments. Yeah, I agree. Well, well said, well said. And I, and I still love Justin Tucker, obviously. The goat. He's the best. Somebody with a Justin Tucker jersey at the store on Sunday. That is so rare to see awesome jerseys. It was awesome. I was like, I was like, oh, the goat. Mr. Martinez. I almost bawled at him. Is it that time? It is that time. Well, I will keep it brief. How about them Cowboys? Okay. (laughs) Listen, uh, this is I'm not over, I'm you know I'm not overreacting over week one performance. It was a good performance. What a um, darn good defense! What a Holy great, cow! What a great defense. We we pulled the hat trick. We scored offensively, defensively, and on special teams. Um, blew them out by forty. I mean, what else is there to say, man? Dallas is is who we thought they were going to be this season. They're they are a legitimate you know contender th- uh, this year, and I think this is one of the most talented uh, Dallas teams in a few years um you know and it'll be interesting to see obviously now they don't have to play against aaron Rodgers, so realistically they should beat the jets not handily i think the jets will pose a lot more problems than the giants did um but i still expect dallas to win um especially considering it's our home opener um you know the, the giants talked a lot you know their fan base talked a lot and were they were surprisingly they were the ones saying this is going to be our year to win the division yada yada this yada yada that and then we saw they were the most one dimensional team ever because daniel jones cannot pass to anybody because they have nobody to pass it to aside from darren waller <laughs> yeah. and that's I, i'm it. sorry i'm sorry but after week 1 i don't want to make harsh conclusions but is daniel jones worth that contract he just got paid look I will not put it. I'm not going to put this loss entirely on Daniel Jones because I don't think it's Daniel Jones's fault. I really don't. That offensive line they were was god awful. Yeah. They like take like they had no pride in defending this man. I, and at the same time, also take the guy out when it looks He's when the game is out of reach. Killed out there. He's getting he killed. He was getting out there. murdered for yeah. no reason. Even Michael Parsons was starting to feel bad for what he, they were doing to this man. Yep. You know. The Bengals took Joe Burrow out of that Browns game because mm-hmm. they just they just knew it. They were like, "Look, you just don't have it. You just don't have it today. Let's let's survive another day. Let's get back to let's get back to work. You know, 
whenever it is they come back, you know, and you know, we'll we'll start again anew. I I don't know what they were trying to do. I, I you know, Dayball that was one of his worst decisions there. You got to protect your guy. You know, you're only going to go as far. I mean, he's your franchise are, quarterback. Are you really going to rely on Tyrod Taylor here? Like, what no, like, you know, so mm. I, I even put it in the group chat. I was myself. I was even starting to be like, yo, this is like really ugly to look at. Like watching Daniel Jones get hit over and over again. I'm feel like I'm feeling Rough. bad for the guy. Yep. And look, this defense was so stout. Just the addition of of you know Stephon Gilmore, aka Ty Dolla Sign, um, because <laughs> he looks just like him, um, you know, has shown why it is so important to have a good, uh, uh, second cornerback because, like that that was the thing is like last season, you know, Diggs would shut down his side, but we 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 were we were going through injuries and stuff, and the other side was always wide open and it was really hard for our secondary. Just having Stephon Gilmore gives the defense more time to get to the quarterback. And Micah Parsons, dude, come on, man. Micah Parsons is an alien, dude. He's an alien. And I do have to also give Diggs his credit, too. Diggs, I mean, man, the, the fumble, um, you know, and, and now he's he's actually hitting the running backs. I think they really made it a point because there was a lot of criticism last year that he was too afraid to hit guys. I think Gilmore really helped him be like, you got to hit these dudes. Mm-hmm. And, you know, offensively, there's not much to say offensively. Dallas didn't need to do anything crazy offensively. So for people being like pointing out that Dak only had 147 yards passing. They won 40 no touchdowns. Nothing. Who gives a crap? Bro, we didn't need it. We we didn't <laughs> need, like, like we won by 40. We're yeah. really doing this? Like, I really hate the double standard that Dak Prescott gets as a quarterback than, say, like a Josh Allen gets. Josh Allen threw three interceptions, and he's still not getting murdered the way Dak Prescott is getting criticized for not throwing a touchdown and for not throwing an interception. It's like, dude, we didn't need to. Like, yo, yeah, it's it's ridiculous. I, I really hate that. I hate the double standard on Dak Prescott. I I think this is gonna be a big season for Dak. I really do. Um, but yeah, you know, I I'm I'm very happy with the, with the state of the Cowboys. Um, I'm not gonna talk about the Chiefs because we already talked about the Chiefs. Um, but yeah, I'm I, I'm I'm happy with where we're at. I think what's most impressive is Dak didn't play his best game and they still won 40 to nothing. And he didn't even. Cause again, you know. he didn't need to. And of course the weather also played a factor. I mean, sure. it was really gross out there. Yep. Yep. And J- yeah. Just looking just at this domination to, to put it lightly, just looking at this, do we think the giants just had an off game or are they just, I don't think they're. I don't think they're that good. I really don't think they're that. I good. don't want to make any conclusions yet, but I didn't have them. I didn't have them getting to the playoffs again this year. I think the schedule is much tougher. Tough I don't enough. think they have the talent yet to really compete at the level that they competed at last year. Just I mean, last year, oh. let's be honest, the NFC East had a very cookie cutter schedule. Every team, but now we're playing a lot of big dogs, and yeah. I think it'll be a lot harder for the Giants to you know, really do anything. I mean, so they're going to win a couple last games. in that division. So, I mean. yeah, I mean, they're going to win a couple games here and there for sure. Um, you know, but I don't, I don't see them getting back to the playoffs now. I just don't get why you pay Daniel Jones all that money. I just don't, I mean, but where, where else were they going to go? Like, where else were you going to go? You need I a know. quarterback. And honestly, again, for, for, at market rate, D- Daniel, I know that, 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 that was, that's a it's deal. It's, it's yeah. not, it's not a lot of money in terms of like 
again, yeah, when you're looking at... That's the ridiculous thing about it. <laughs> yeah, when you're looking at what Joe Burrow's getting and, yeah. you know... Well, Burrow's at least his one stuff. I mean, what True. Kirk Cousins... What has Kirk Cousins done? I mean, his... Actually, been, his what? is... Kirk his, Cousins his has been a solid out. quarterback, though. His is like, low now, yeah. Yeah, he's been a solid quarterback. And again, honestly, like comparatively, yeah, his contracts aren't actually worth as much as, say, what other quarterbacks' contracts are now. Because his were a couple years ago or two or three years ago now. I can't remember how long ago, but yeah. yeah it, but... it was a hard game to watch for the typical. Yeah. I mean, okay, when did, when, when did you guys tap out? It, like halftime. Dan, somewhere in, the, somewhere in the third quarter. Yeah. yeah, me too. Somewhere in the third quarter, I was like, "All right, I'm I'm gonna go to my room, put it on, but I'm not gonna really pay attention. This yeah. game is done." <laughs> I think after it was uh, thirty-three to zip, I was like, "Yeah, I'm done." Yeah, I was. Uh, this is the first Sunday in a long time where I'm was not stressed after the game. You shouldn't have been <laughs> because That's considering again, the last two games were against Tampa Bay. Uh, the first one was obviously a thriller and we lost it and it is what it is. But like, I was still very optimistic after that game. I really loved what I saw from the Cowboys that year. And then last year was doom and gloom, man. It was so bad. I never felt that way. And then, you know, obviously Dak Prescott broke his thumb and everything. Yeah. It was rough. nice to finally have a game where it was like at halftime. I was like, Oh, we're, we're, we're good. Like, I don't, I'm not even like, I'm not even stressing anymore. I wish I knew that feeling, but I, I have had it only a couple times. But it, it is a great thing when it comes around. You gotta you gotta taste that and, and soak that in when it when it does happen. All right, boys. It's now time to take a bounce around the rest of the league week one action before we get to our picks for this upcoming week two. So this is going to be very short, very brief, not a lot of detail, but just bouncing around some games, starting Jaguars-Colts, one of the rookie quarterbacks who made his debut, Anthony Richardson. He goes out with an injury, so just, I mean, the Jags. I mean, has anybody heard anything? I don't think. I haven't heard anything. I don't think the injury was was anything serious. I I don't think so either from, I, I think it was like, I don't even know what they said, but let me see if there's any updates. I'll just tu- just touching on this game, due to the fact I, that I, I, I mean, look, uh, really quickly, that the Trevor Lawrence Calvin Ridley connection is going to be special, and I knew it from the jump when they made that trade. Absolutely, Trevor Lawrence is slowly becoming the superstar quarterback we all thought he was going to be, and I love that because I'm a big Trevor Lawrence fan. I've obviously been watching him since he was at Clemson. And, you know, watching him, you know, here in the NFL and seeing him succeed makes me really happy because I really like Trevor Lawrence. Um, And I love that he, you know, at, you know, at the end of the game, he gave, um, you know, Anthony Richardson some advice and said, hey, man, like, you need to protect yourself. Like, you have to protect yourself because. And he, and he you, knows. <laughs> yeah, you can only take so many hits. Knows. You, there's, yep. you can only take so many. And. You know, you you gotta, you know, the best ability is availability, and to be available, you know, Anthony Richards showed some stuff, um, and yeah, I I really love that that Trevor Lawrence did that for him, and hopefully, you know, he takes Trevor's advice. Yeah, I got I got nothing to add. It's it's it is really cool to watch how Trevor Lawrence has really become becoming a star quarterback in front of our eyes. I mean, we all knew he could be there, but um, yeah, and Jacksonville is going to be. The force to be reckoned with, I think. Um, so watch out. And and one more point: the Colts 
new head coach, one of the new head coaches from the Eagles, Shane Steichen. So um, I'm not sure if anybody dove deep in depth. Did you like just play calling anything or? I got nothing. I, to I don't. I, I. I. Yeah. I don't really care. Right. I mean, look. I mean, we're nobody's expecting the Colts to do much this season. So. All right. Uh briefly. Uh Falcons. Desmond Ritter, quarterback. Bryce Young for the Panthers. They. Beat Dude, the skip Panthers this game, man. This game, like, who cares? Uh, skip this freaking game. Uh, well, yeah. Bryce Young, another. No, who cares? It was an awful quarterback <laughs> performance. Move on by both of them. Yeah. Move and on. Frank Reich's the head coach. We're moving on. Um, you don't really care, Carlos, but Baker Mayfield beat the Vikings, the Bucks. Oh yeah. No, you wanted to make it a you you wanted to make it a key point in this show. You wanted us to spend 30 minutes talking about the Vikings Bucks. And I'm like, why are we talking about it's Baker Mayfield? Anytime anytime Kirk Cousins loses, he gets to bask in the glory. It, it's just how he is. But the Buccaneers beat the Vikings 20 to 17. I mean Yeah, it's Cool. I don't really have did much you, to add, you, honestly. Do you like Mayfield's performance? Do you think he fits in well with Tampa Bay? It's, I mean, it's, it wasn't anything. It didn't blow me away. It was fine. It was, it was fine. mid. Yeah. It was a mid performance. Mid. You know, I, I think the thing is, is... I always felt like the Browns screwed up letting him go, but, you know, that's just my, I, my I mean, opinion. Well, I mean, I guess that remains to be seen, depending on how Deshaun Watson works out, but... I guess know, that's I, true. I think I, I think the, the key thing is, is here is... How long is Justin Jefferson going to put up with this? That's a good point. That is a really good point. I mean, he did sign. He Well, he's looking to get the mega ex- extension, you know, become one of the highest paid wide receivers in the game. But like, again, like Kirk Cousins doesn't pull through when he, when you need him most. And he also couldn't run the ball either. 34 yards. It happens when you like, rushing. oh, Dalvin Cook. <laughs> terrible. You know? Just mm-hmm. terrible. So that's that's a big part of it too. I I, I think the Vikings will. They're the, the Vikings right. defense is also not great. So like no. that's that's what concerns me too. Is that, that's why put up a lot of big numbers this year. I'm not. That's, yeah. And again, last season was an anomaly. They won a lot of one score games. They were they lost this. The, they lost. Always. They literally won every one score game. Every 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 single one. They, they like that's so that's that's not normal. Like that's no. an anomaly. And they look they were in a one score game here and they already lost. So. This season is going to be vastly different already than last season. Absolutely. Moving on really quickly. It does not look like the Titans are going to have a good season. They lost to Derek Carr and the Saints 16. Uh, Look, again, let's not overreact over week one. I just don't know if Tannehill has it anymore, man. I don't think so either. But it's like, okay, who do you turn to? Malik Willis is Malik ready yet? I mean, there was, I mean, this, he might have to be. <laughs> but Malik, Malik was actually being talked about being cut, and obviously, Will Levis is their third, their oh. you know third emergency quarterback. But I'm pretty sure he's injured, so like he's not really available. And God, please don't put the guy who puts mayo in his coffee in the game. It's <laughs> so yeah. disgusting. It's it's a sin. It's a total sin. <sighs> Fucking white people shit. <laughs> Excuse my French. All right. You're totally right, by the way. The, the, <laughs> I'm not wrong. Like, who does that? Totally white. I mean, right. <laughs> totally white. <laughs> okay. okay. The 49ers. Wait, hold on, hold on. We, but we did. Are we going? Okay, are we going on. over every game? Is this? Yeah, we this don't. We don't doing? need to go over every game. But um, 
the okay. I, I I think we're about to touch the last one, but let's touch on the Saints real quick, real quick, and talk about Derek Carr. Um, I like it. I like it. I mean, I th- I th- I'm not saying any like I'm. I think the Saints are going to win the division. I do. Yeah, I think uh, they're clearly the best and most veteran team that's you know out there. So yeah, I'd, I'd say they get the best chance. Every other team is kind of rebuilding in that division. So mm-hmm. and and or a mess. So yeah. All right. Moving on, just the scores. Excitement. Sheesh. The 49ers clobber the Steelers 30 to 7. I love it. I love (laughs) it so much. Stairway to seven, boys. Let's go. The 49ers are who we thought they were. (laughs) And we let them off the hook. Brock Birdie was unreal. Very good. Very good. It's like a video game out there. And the next game, I think Aaron Rodgers transferred ownership of the Bears to Jordan Love and Aaron Jones. <laughs> Dude, you as they beat the Bears, you, you recycled this line too much. You recycled it too much. It lost its luster. It's not shining like it used to. That's for sure. And um, good job on Jordan Love. Good yeah, job. I agree. And Matt Lafleur. Lafleur. I think Jordan Love looks good. I thought I thought he looked good last season in the in the couple games that he got to play. Yeah, he was decent. I thought I he mean, looked he great. I think yeah. Jordan Love is going to be a good quarterback. I do. I agree. I don't even want to talk about the Raiders Broncos that just looked like it's not a pretty game. Yeah. Not yeah, but surprisingly, game. you can't put that loss on Russell Wilson. Mm-mm, for once. He actually played well. It's why do you onside kick it on the first game of the season? Because it's Sean freaking Payton, man. He did it he in the it, Super Bowl. He, he thought, thought it was the Super Bowl. He thought it was the, he thought he's playing the Colts. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> he thought it was the Super Bowl. Um I think that's it. I don't think there's anything else we need to touch on. Eagles, Patriots, Tom Brady, oh. Robert Kraft waived the four-year waiting period, and Tom Brady will enter the Patriots Hall of Fame. I mean, he is the Patriots Hall of Fame. He needs... no big, there is no bigger player in Patriots history than Tom Brady. I agree. And he need if there's something more than a statue, he he needs it. I mean, all he needs things, a statue he, at that stadium. He needs a statue all the there. Did for that organization. And man. he needs to go in the Hall of Fame like next year. Like yeah. we, we shouldn't and even He ran wait. out onto the field and was like, "Let's go." Like yeah, we, used to, that was I'm sorry. His jersey like I, I know his jersey's like um special like because that's his actual game worn jersey. Yeah, that's so the old it's the one that's specially like tailored that he liked having it like altered or whatever. It looks so weird when it's not on pads. <laughs> it looks so it. weird. <laughs> yeah. It just does not look right. But again, it's because it's altered. So like, yeah, it makes sense. But you know, cool. Yeah, I love. I. It was it it was cool watching that because I'm I mean I I hated the Patriots for years obviously but you know you got you got to respect what he did, um for that for that franchise and um. In my opinion, he should have retired a Patriot, but that's just me. But I know. Yeah, he should have at least signed like the one day contract. The one day thing and Patriot, yeah. finish with them. Yeah. I guess but... to him, it, that doesn't really matter. So, yeah. Yeah. Everybody won't, every, everybody's going to know him as a Patriot. And he had exactly. a hot boy, he had a hot boy summer down in Tampa. <laughs> that's it, pretty what good. it was. Hot boy it, it, it's still funny because I never deleted that graphic you made of Tom Why Brady do we from always the. always talk about this graphic every time let's move on come on let's in go. his defense it was a damn good graphic. it's a damn good one we don't have to bring it up every time it was it was that's why i'm sorry that it happened that way Carlos. well but it is what it is it's up there that is all of week one that is all of week one we can only look forward to the next week ahead week two and when we come back we will give you 
They're losing picks in my winning picks. We'll be right back. Hey boys, hey boys, hey boys. The other way around. Hey boys, hey boys, hey boys, hey boys. You know what's my favorite Super Bowl? The next one. Go to break. (laughs) Bed bugs. The only thing creepier than thinking about them is actually having them. Trust me, you don't want to have them. Locally owned and operated Barrett Pest and Termite Services can keep you from having bed bug nightmares and infestations. Call 540-340-3922 to schedule your free inspection and consultation. If bed bugs are already in your home, we'll get rid of them so you can rest easy. We also specialize in keeping homes and businesses free of other pests, including rodents and termites. That's Barrett Pest and Termite Services, 540-340-3922. Hi, this is Mark Peter Lynch with Guild Mortgage. One of the greatest joys in doing business over the last 30 years in the Shenandoah Valley is helping people buy their first home. Buying their first home and putting the keys in their hand at the closing table has brought me so much joy. If you want to buy your first home, a second home, or an investment property, or build wealth through investment in real estate, give me a call. My phone number is 540-664-4700, or you can find me on the World Wide Web at www.marksmortgage.com. All right, we're back. Josh Kirby, the weapon Dan Dembski, the Swiss Army Knife Carlos Martinez. It is now time to get into our picks for week two. We picked a select few games, and Carlos has it up. We have the Bengals, Ravens, Cowboys, Jets, Chiefs, Jags, Vikings, Eagles, Seahawks, Lions, Browns, Steelers. I'm two and four. I suck. Dan's three and three. He's going to lose all five. And Carlos, he's gonna lose all five, and I'll be in first place. Uh, okay, if, you do realize that if I lose all five, you also lose. <laughs> like yeah. we literally have same. mostly the same picks aside same. from the Ravens. Yeah, you picked the Bengals, bud. Yeah, I did because I wanted to be different than you two. I could, I could see Cincinnati winning that game. I, I don't think I, it's a toss up. It's, it's a division. Dude, game. We have three games where we're all picking the same team. Like, yeah. if yeah. I would have picked the Ravens, like, it would have been four. Yeah. Where's the where's the parody here? You yeah, know? agreed. Some of these are obvious because you know, obviously, what happened, like the Cowboys Jets. I thought that was gonna be more exciting to pick, but obviously, with what happened, uh, yeah. But you know, I mean, listen, Kirby. The week one just proved that as much as things have changed, nothing's changed at all. We're <laughs> still stuck at picking games. <laughs> I'm getting it better. Ooh. We're doing this the whole season. I'm going to get better. You're two and four. The punishment is still after, waiting from last after season. one week. Still waiting. Those pancakes yeah, we'll, are getting hot over here. Yeah, we'll, we'll be up there to do that in um the Northern Virginia here soon. Dude, you're going you're gonna to keep stalling, and you're, you're going to keep, keep stalling. We've been saying that three. for come on, what years. It's ready. been years, my dog. I'm it's ready. been years. All right. I'm we'll ready. Plan it after this. All right. We'll plan it after this. Because that's two seasons worth of losing you paid for, too. No, you yeah. have to pay for that. Also, are we doing punishments this year? I, I know. know. I know winner gets belt. I don't know. I don't. I maybe may, maybe not this year. Yeah, just, we're just having fun with it. No, I want to do a punishment, but I think we need to do a different type of punishment. Something. Uh, I don't know. I know, Carlos. If you get last place, you have to wear a commander's jersey. That's your punishment on the draft show, and I have to wear it the whole time. <laughs> the whole time, the whole show, I have to wear it. 
Oh man. Uh, for Dan, I don't know what Dan. What, what's for Dan? Pittsburgh. No, I'm just kidding. Uh, th- no, th- that'd, be, that'd, that'd be too easy. All right, let's look at one for for. Wear a Red Sox jersey for Dan. Who's the, who, which one of us is gonna buy a Red Sox jersey? I'm not buying one. Maybe on one of those cheap, uh, sketchy websites, but yeah, not Steal not. Your I'm credit not, card information. Yeah, I'm not gonna. Here, that, my this is something we. Money. This is something we could discuss. Uh, off offline, offline. Yeah. But uh, I think for sure, I think my punishment will be wearing a commander shirt. Ooh, ooh, ooh! I got it! I got it! I got it! I got it! Because I like to have fun. I will wear a commander's jersey during the draft show, and I have to do the hot ones challenge during the draft show. Ooh. Oh, <laughs> there we go. That's how so confident look. I am that I'm going to freaking win. Right. And I'm going to be carrying that new belt into the show. I believe wow. it. I, I believe you will. Dan, you're my only competition here, man. I, I need you to be a little more confident in yourself. Well, that's why I picked the Vikings. And uh, I wanted to be a little. I figured you guys would pick the Eagles. So, well, I mean, it was the um, obvious choice. I'm also kind of playing defense here because I've. I've built myself a little bit of a lead. Well, we'll have but, to see how it goes, but there are picks. Hold up, hold up, hold up. We have audio listeners. Not everybody's seeing this visually. So yeah, that, that's, true. that's we what I was about like, to say, well, man. Well, you are making us like we're moving on. Those are our picks. <laughs> dude, and when you dude, say that, that usually means you're about to close it down. We got to tailor to all platforms here, bud. I don't you know, think man. Sometimes I'm you're moving I mean, you're on? a very forgetful guy sometimes, you know? Car- Carlos, I, I I don't know who you think I am, but I'm the I I'm the host making sure everybody's tailored to Are their you? platforms here. Are everyone's not, tailored. Not everybody has YouTube that they watch this on. Not everybody can see my beautiful face. All right, let's let's text. just go ahead and tell them our picks. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Kirby, Dan, and Carlos going the Bengals and the Ravens. I am picking the Ravens. Dan is picking the Ravens. I have no choice. Contractually obligated to. Contractually obligated to always pick the Ravens. Carlos is picking the Bengals. Mm -hmm. The Cowboys versus the Jets. Let let me just say this. Let me just say this. Okay, for the next two games, we all pick the same. I, of course, am contractually obligated to pick the Cowboys. And then we have the Chiefs-Jaguars. I'm also contractually obligated to take the Chiefs. We all took the same teams. We all took the Cowboys and Chiefs to beat their team. Yes. Yes, uh, uh, makes it easier. And then the Vikings, Eagles, myself and Carlos picked the Eagles and Dan picked the Vikings. Vikings are due for a bounce back. This is the Seahawks and Lions. Myself and Carlos picks the Lions. Dan picks the Seahawks. I was going to pick the Seahawks, but those those injuries to the line scared me, man. They Mm -hmm. lost both their tackles. You got Mm -hmm. Hutchinson coming in. Yeah, I had to go with the Lions. And the Browns and the Steelers, we all picked the Browns. Watch the Crazy. Steelers win this one, man. They're Probably. Gonna, they're going to win gonna, this one. It's and an AFC North game. It. Yeah, it's it's going to be. Uh, I, I I could see the Steelers bouncing back. I know I'd love to write them off early in the season, but to, to think the Browns could be 2-0 and just is wild to me. Just wild to me. All right, Carlos, did I miss anything for our audio platform listeners there? Do we go over our records? I think we did that at the top. Yeah, yeah. again, I am currently, as the reigning defending champion, still in first, after week one in first place at four and two. 
Dan, who was the runner-up and former champion, because he won the first year we did the Pick'em's Challenge, uh, is 3-3. Three and three. Uh, and Kirby, the two-time loser, is losing once again. <laughs> two yep. Always a chance to turn it around, Kirby. That, that Listen, about sums hey, it up. Hey, hey, we still got we we got this week, and then we got fifteen more after that. Oh, so yeah. Plenty I'm of time. Forward to it. Is it I am looking or is it forward to it. No, it's eighteen weeks, right? Eighteen weeks. Yeah, it's eighteen weeks. So we got sixteen more weeks after this, mm-hmm. dude. I I'm hype. I, I I'm just ready for the rest of the season with you all for sure. It's going to be a wild ride. It's going to be a fun one. And again, I'm thankful I get to do it with the three-man booth. That was very heartfelt. Thank you. You're welcome. Thank I think. See, Carlos doesn't like that heartfelt crap. I, I, I don't know what to... I didn't know what you wanted me to say. Did you want me to Carlos, be... Carlos, I appreciate Did you want me to be the heel? Did you want me to be regular Carlos? Which one did you want me to be here? No, I, I'm just, I'm just thanking Carlos. you for all the hard work you do. I do do Because a you're a legend, work. too. I am a legend. You're right. You're right. Yeah. And I'm also the champion. <laughs> Absolutely. Let's, let us not forget that. Every Never time. forget it. Never forget. It. I haven't brought the belts out in a while, but that's just because I haven't felt like bringing them out. Well, thank you for that. Cause you know, yeah, just thanks. <laughs> <laughs> I haven't brought them out in a while, but now I feel like I need to start bringing them out again. It, oh, boy. Uh, all right. For our sponsors, <laughs> PM plus reserve, Shenandoah primitives, Dr. Dave leadership corporation, Mark Francis with icon real estate. Barrett Pest okay. and Termite Services, Mark Lynch with Guild Mortgage and Shenandoah mm. Music, along with Don't Sleep Energy. We have a new promo code, KOS Podcast, for 12% off your entire order. 12%? This is a steal. It is. For both Amazon and Don'tSleepEnergy.com. They have a new merch line as well. So go check them out. Support Don't Sleep Energy. The, it, it, it's really great. And they, they they do great stuff over there at Don't Sleep Energy. And uh, proud to have them as the official energy drink of the Kirby on Sports podcast. Check us out on KirbyOnSports.com. All streaming platforms, all listening platforms. Make sure you like, comment, subscribe. Get a five-star rating. For Carlos Martinez, Dan Dembski, I'm Josh Kirby. Until next week, we say so long and peace out. Tony!